Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey, welcome folks to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And of course, my name is Phil Thompson. It's great to be with you again for another week of, uh, of podcasting. Uh, Steve and I work for a company called JSL Solutions. We offer tech support for streaming church TV as well as uh, myflock.com and churchapplive.com. And those are streaming video products, website and church management products, as well as mobile apps. And we also offer free advice to pastors on how to run their lives. Valuable free advice on how to run your life, yes. <laughs> well, I'm being facetious it's here. It's worth but, what you pay for, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm being facetious here, but we, we do have a lot of experience in leadership uh, in our churches, and, and we do, from time to time, talk about leadership things because we do have some experience in that area. And I've actually had some people thank me for it. Oh. A few. Oh. So, what are we talking about today, Steve? So, today we're talking about whether or not churches should offer Wi-Fi. So, Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. So, uh, a lot of different churches uh, are kind of up and down on this thing. But uh, we're going to make the point today, we'll, we'll give you some pros and cons. But uh, I, I, I'm going to come right out. Some, some cons if you're streaming. So, <laughs> Yeah, if you're streaming, doing streaming video and you're on a, the and same network, pros. it could be a problem. And some pros if you're streaming, yeah, too. Yeah, it could be. So uh, there are some churches obviously resistant to the whole idea of, of, of you know, the digital technology deal, the transformation that's going on here. And, and I could see where some people say, well, offering Wi-Fi could be a distraction to what we're trying to do. Uh, but yeah. I, I think uh, I think when we talk about this, uh, it's kind of like anything else. I, I don't think technology is a bad thing. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. It's neutral. So it's kind of like a tool that you can use, and it depends on how you use it and how you make it available. But uh, I think uh, my my opinion is that uh, technology should be used to enhance your ministry. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, you right? Kind of reminds me of, uh, I was just listening today, my buddy Dave Ramsey talking about money is not moral or immoral, it is right. amoral. Right. He compared it to a brick. He said you can take a brick and build a building with it, or you can take a brick and throw it through a window. Yeah. So People have been throwing bricks at him lately, too, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about this. Should, should your church offer you know, free Wi-Fi or should it not? All right. So, so let, let's kind of go on this. So why should you offer free Wi-Fi? Well, I think, uh, I know for me, from a personal standpoint, I, I appreciate it. So it's going to make, uh, it's going to make those there that want to get on Wi-Fi happy or happier. And I've noticed the, and the trend over the years, maybe the past five years or so as, um, you, know, you go to different establishments, and they may or may not offer Wi-Fi. And you've kind of seen the trend. It's become more and more prevalent, mm -hmm. and it's become less of a hassle as you go around. 
Uh, a lot of people, you know, in the beginning they would make it very, they'd offer it, but then they'd make it very challenging to, uh, to, to be a part of it. To get onto it. Yes. So you had to enter some complicated password. Yeah, or, or you had to go talk to the barista and okay. find out what the secret code was right. or, yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> it may be. All right. So, uh, so your your point, Steve, is that uh, it it it's just more pleasant. You walk into a church, and you want to be able to connect on your on your mobile device. You think that's a good thing? Oh, I think it's a good thing. Okay. It's becoming more and more. And I think people it's becoming more and more prevalent. So, you know, as my kids would show up at a church and they go, "Oh my gosh, they don't even have Wi-Fi here," they'd okay. be going, "Oh my gosh, where have these guys been? They don't even have Wi-Fi." So uh, the argument, I guess, would be, well, you know, people should come to church to hear the word of God, and they shouldn't be distracted by, you know, by the Internet or by their smartphones. So what do you say to that? Well, I think uh, the whole Internet and smartphones has become a way of life, and just because you go into a particular building, you don't leave that way of life behind. Okay. Um, there's, yeah, I mean, if it was a, if this was a retreat or there was, you know, I wanted to be taking a vacation from all this, then, yeah, but I don't think church is kind of set up that way. Well, and so let's, let's take it from a different angle, too. So instead of resisting technology, instead of fighting it, you know, the, what's the old saying? If you, uh, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And, and I know that's good probably torque some people off here listening to this but what i mean by by that is why not harness wi-fi why not harness technology for your church's benefit so as you just said it's everybody expects it now especially the younger generation they expect to have access to wi-fi anywhere right and and so that includes church especially so, inside a building yeah instead of side of building so instead of resisting that and resisting it why not use it to your advantage uh, as a church. Right. I know that, okay. you know, restaurants will put the signs up real proudly, free Wi-Fi. Right. And it's a, an attraction to get people to, you know, come in and right. have a meal and get on their Wi-Fi. So I don't know if we had in our notes, but we, we didn't. Um, we were going to talk about whether to lock or unlock your Wi-Fi. Or we... I don't know if it's in the notes, but we can certainly talk about that. Let's get to that in a moment, though. Okay. I think, though, what, what it kind of comes down to is, uh, you know, we're, I think it serves people. And, and I think when, when you get into this whole thing, it's, it's not just about us, but it's, about, it's a nice thing for people to have to serve them. Uh, and, and people. And the truth is, as we're going to get to in a little bit, there are some things you can do with your church to really use Wi-Fi to your advantage. You can actually set up some things and make your church interactive by using mobile apps, by using, you know, a, a tablet or something where people could actually interact right. with your church. We sell one of those apps that's yeah, geared for interacting while at church. Yeah, what's it called again? I forget. Church App Live, taking polls, answering teaching challenges. Right. So Wi-Fi is going to make all that uh, a little easier. Right. So... Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, uh, there are some things to consider uh, that we should get into here a little bit. But uh, I think the bottom line is the Internet, <laughs> I think we finally have come to the conclusion that the Internet's here to stay. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And so if it's not going anywhere, why not try to take advantage of it? But there are some things to consider about before offering free Wi-Fi. All right, so a couple things to think about here. Uh, one would be filters. 
because uh, I know there's some people out there who think, well, you know, if we make the Internet available to everybody, including our youth, they're going to get on and go places they shouldn't go on. And as a church, we're responsible for this. And uh, you can argue one way or the other about that, but uh, you can get filters, even for your Wi-Fi, that would filter maybe not everything but some stuff. And uh, it, it could, uh, it could, you could use that to kind of maybe block some specific sites or some some specific words mm-hmm. that people are searching for. So I think the idea that well, if we if we if we make Wi-Fi available, people are going to get on it and they're going to use it for the bad terms inside our church. And oh my gosh, we don't want that to happen. Uh, first of all, I would argue that I'm not sure as a church. I can't, you know, I, I can't keep people from doing things or. Right. thinking and, things or whatever. But have you had experience with filters before? Not, not in churches, I have not. Oh, no. But at home or at home, I have. Yeah, yeah. at home, I, I have. I, my experience, maybe I don't know if it's typical or not, but I had at the time when the internet was coming along, my kids were all really young, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get these this filtering software. And I had just a terrible experience. Well, that was <laughs> it, twenty years ago. Too. It was quite. It was a while ago, but it was just. <laughs> it was. It got to the point where we just. We we yeah. took a different approach. We like we couldn't go anywhere, and without it thinking we were going somewhere we shouldn't go, and and so what we set up, which I think is healthy for everybody, is um, you have computers that are in open view of everybody, and right. and so you know people know what's you know right. You, you it's there you, so the parents can see what's going on. Right, you can walk in and somebody's not. It's not you know hiding in the yeah. corner somewhere. So where we you had can't to actually screen. yeah box up the filtering software because it would yeah. not. It made getting on the internet just right. a pain. I well you know again I can't think I can't speak from experience. And for it's Wi-Fi not that filters. we were going crazy places. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say where were you trying to go? Yeah. Uh, I, I, but I think today there are some better options out there than there were ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm sure. You know. Is. And so uh, you can certainly do that. I don't know. I mean, if, if somebody's listening to this podcast and you want more information, I can try to find some more information on. I just know that they're available. Filters are available for Wi-Fi. And if you're really concerned about people using your Wi-Fi at your church to look at pornography or go somewhere else they shouldn't be going, uh, then you can probably get a filter that would probably limit that. I don't know what it would cost. Yeah. But there, there is; these are some things to consider that we're talking about here. Okay, uh, the other thing you might consider, and this is probably would fit under your category, Steve, of being annoying, uh, <laughs> would be sign-up software. And and I agree with you. I'm the same way. I I, I if I'm going to use the internet, it'd be nice to just get on it and not not have to jump through six different hoops. Yeah. But these are things to consider. There are, and because especially with the the trust level of internet things right. people don't trust internet things right and so if i'm somewhere and i want to get on their wi-fi and they want you know i'm typically completely the other way but uh, you know i'm probably willing to give away an email address or something like that but uh, very little more than that but that would also turn some people off where they go oh my gosh i'm gonna have these guys calling my house all the time i'm not giving them that info right well with signed up software uh, and these, this is stuff like, um, you know, if you use McDonald's, go to McDonald's. You know, they have a they have free Wi-Fi, which actually is free and pretty easy to use. You, you just log on to their deal, and, and there is a page that pops up in your browser on your smartphone, and you have to, I think, 
You have to enter your email address, I think. And that's it. And then you agree to their terms. Yeah. That's what I mean by software sign-up. So the advantage to that for McDonald's is that they capture your email, and if they want to send you offers you know, for a Big Mac, or if they want to sell it to somebody else, I guess they can do that. Yeah. You know, the church wouldn't be in either one of those businesses. Though. Well, I wouldn't think the church would be. But the, the advantage to having signed up software that's connected to your Wi-Fi would be you would be able to capture people's email addresses, and you could you know use it to send the newsletter or I don't know promote yeah. your church. I guess if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's something to consider. Yeah. It, so would... it's just something to to, to think about. Okay, but uh, or you could do it something where. You could do it a little more, from what I understand, and again, I don't have experience with sign-up software, but the stuff I've read about is you could make it something as benign as for them to have your, to get access to your Wi-Fi, they would have to like your Facebook page. So that's pretty benign. Yeah. You could like you, so you like their face. The church is like coercion page. to me. Well, it probably is. <laughs> it probably is. But these are some things to consider. I'm not saying you have to do this, yeah. uh, but there are some things to consider when it comes to offering free Wi-Fi uh, filters, sign-up software. Uh, so, you know. do we want to let's let's talk about the locked or unlocked okay. topic here? All right. So. Uh, and this could be another thing you could do, which would require some administration, but you could make it where you could lock it out during your service times. Yeah. No, I was just talking password protection. Oh, just password open. protection? All right. Yeah. Well, so okay. open or password protected. All right. So I'm of the opinion that if you're going to offer Wi-Fi, uh, then you ought to just make it free. And open. And yeah. open. Right. That's my opinion. Uh, I don't see – I mean, I guess you could have a password posted somewhere – and, and I, I don't know, you know, the, the bottom line with this, some of this stuff is people are afraid, well, if it's open, then that means anybody could use it and hack into our system. And I don't know. I guess that's true. I guess if your computers aren't set up right, I, I don't know. Yeah. You're the computer guy around here, not me. <laughs> uh, but I, I guess, you know, they could. So I guess you could maybe make a simple, very, very simple password. Right. And, and then people could get on to it. Yeah, if someone has malicious intent, they're going to get past that as well. But there's, I think, you know, a couple of reasons people want to protect the bandwidth that is being consumed. And right. some say, well, if I create an open thing that everybody's going to get on, and we're like, well, why are you offer, offering Wi-Fi? Well, right. Our church has gone through this process as well. I wasn't part of the decision-making, but... It was open, and now it's password protected. Oh, now it is? Yes. Okay. So, and which what was the reasoning me, behind it? I don't know. Okay. I assume it was uh, more of a concern over, um, it, doesn't make, I don't, it didn't make sense. That people would use all the bandwidth, and they need the bandwidth for something else. But what our church has done, which is the other thing we need to, you would need to consider if you're opening, if you have Wi-Fi at your service and you're streaming, you want to make sure that that Wi-Fi is not the same network that you're trying to upload your stream with. So if you're doing streaming video uh, and, and other people have access to that network, it will call. It, it's it's what I call I call this uh, bandwidth atrophy is what I call it. 
I've never heard anybody say that before, but I figure, hey, I'll make up a word and somebody else can use it. Dude. But but in other words, if, if, if a lot of people are on your network, the bandwidth does begin Go to down. shrink. And then, yeah, and then the, the stream starts to skip and buffer, and they call us and say, oh, your server's messing up, and it's really right. it's 99% of the time, if there's an issue streaming, it's because you don't have enough net, um, net bandwidth capacity to get up. So yeah. you can offer free Wi-Fi, but I would offer free Wi-Fi on a network that is not associated with your streaming upload. So you need to have two networks. So you'd have to have streaming. two ISP feeds to your facility. Right. right. And and that's that's what we do at, at our facility is, one, there's no Wi-Fi on it and that's available to anyone. And then we have another ISP service that we right. provide the Wi-Fi to. So you want to um, protect it. There is, a, there is a point to to limiting people, limiting access to Wi-Fi. And this is probably what uh, those guys were talking about at your church was uh, like Comcast. And I, and I believe Comcast is a provider at your church because I set it up years ago when I was there. But I have Comcast at my home. And my son uh, uses, uh, plays video games, you know, has an Xbox 360 or whatever it's called and there was a time a month or so ago where he downloaded a big game and you know one of those big humongous takes all day to download the game to his his 360 right and and so uh comcast actually sent me a notice that said that i had exceeded my bandwidth and that uh the next time around i was gonna have to pay an extra 10 bucks yeah so You've exceeded your unlimited bandwidth. Exactly, that's what it was, <laughs> and so, uh, so that there is a point where, depending on the provider you have, they may charge you extra if you use so much bandwidth, uh, and and usually it's download. But uh, and and in his case, I've never got a notice since then because he just got one game and he that was it. He plays all the time, and I never, you know, and I do stuff for business as well as pleasure, and. I don't have any issues, but I, I think in that if he was downloading a, downloading a game, you know, every week or two uh, or more, you know, I probably would get this ten dollar charge or something because yeah. I've exceeded. So yeah, deal. probably a fair compromise would be to password protect, but make the password freely available to those that are in the building, right? And easy, so, yeah, yeah. included in your bulletin or posted on the wall or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So so that's an option, but. Uh, uh, but here's the bottom line is is that uh, it's, you know, as we said at the very beginning of this deal, uh, you know, people are on are on the Internet. Social media is, is people, you know, if, if they have access to social media at your church, which means they're going to have to have access to the Internet probably, although they don't necessarily have to. They can get it off their data plan on their phone. But it makes it a little bit easier. And if, if people have access to this, then people are going to use social media, hopefully, to talk about your church in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and so you can kind of be ahead of the way. So you can leverage social media to to help your church grow, to increase your online presence. Uh, and again, it it is the twenty first century here. You know what I mean? And and uh, we are in an age where people are using the internet, and we should take full advantage of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, and let's get let's talk a little bit about interactive media because this is something you touched on earlier. Okay, so uh, there are mobile apps out there. We have one, churchapplive.com. Very interactive. People can use it to ch- to check in to the church. 
course, they can use Foursquare. They could yeah. use some other. They can check in using Facebook too. But uh, if they have, if 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 Wi-Fi is accessible, they can use this easily use this interactive tool to connect with each other right. at the church, connect with leaders, connect with uh, events that you've got going on. Uh, it can be a lot of things that can happen. And, and again, uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, like in our in our deal, we have a thing called the teaching challenge where people can interact with the message and uh, the leadership can put out maybe two or three questions during the message, during the sermon or whatever, right. afterwards or even before, and people can respond to that. And it can right. enhance what you're doing. Right. Or, you can, or the other piece of that is polls. So you can say, you know, Whatever the poll may be, and you can post the poll results real time. Right. Um, yeah. Kind of like voting like you see on TV, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. Use this hashtag to vote for dancer number three and use this hashtag. Well, so, yeah. And, you can do that. And, and, you know, I'm sure there's people listening right now saying, well, you know, I, we don't want to be that way. That's like the world. Well, I hate to tell you this, but but interactivity is where it's coming, where it's going today. I mean, the world is, is getting more and more connected. And, and uh, you can choose to stay out of it, but I really think that if you're going to try to reach a younger generation, that you need to be a part of it. It's, yeah. it's leadership in the church. So it's just something to consider. Uh, because, you know, again, uh, the church has historically lagged behind. And, and I've been, and I'm speaking from experience here. You know, I've been involved in church work now for almost 40 years. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Almost 40 years I've been involved. It's 38 technically but uh you know we've always lagged behind with music we've lagged behind in a lot of things and uh the truth is if we're trying to reach this generation if we're trying to reach people that don't go to church uh getting up with the times only benefits us yeah in my opinion as a church so bottom line i agree uh, another thing here as we wrap up uh, about using Wi-Fi and having access to free Wi-Fi, uh, I, would, I would recommend you do it, but I would also recommend having tools, like we just mentioned, to enhance what's going on. So, uh, you know, uh, again, our mobile app offers a feature where people can, can fill out a connection card if they wanted to. Uh, I don't know about most people's churches, but the churches I've been in, one I'm a part of, one that I was a part of, your church is the same way. Every bulletin or program usually has something people can fill out a form on for a prayer request, to be mm-hmm. involved in a, an event coming up, uh, sign up for something, and then to drop it in the offering or somewhere. You know, Well, you could do the same thing with a mobile app, and you can use Wi-Fi to connect and, and put together some kind of a connection card, a, a form uh-huh. on an app. We, which, again, we have available on our app. And so, again, it's taking advantage of technology. So I would say, uh, from my opinion, is, you know, jump in, but also offer some tools. And, and honestly, there are some tools out there today that, that will leverage Wi-Fi, leverage technology, and they're not that expensive. And, and it, would, it would enhance what you're trying to do. Makes sense. Thoughts? Any closing thoughts on that, Steve? Um. Uh, no, I'm just I, I'm a big proponent of providing uh, lots of tech to everybody, and if they're going to expect it when they roll up to um, Starbucks, then you know they're going to expect it when they come to church. Yeah. I think that's the case, and, and again, it's not that hard to do this stuff. It really isn't, and and I think you know, a lot of times we see that as a barrier in our mind. So I know there's people listening. 
to this podcast going, well, I just, it's one more thing I got to do. Well, you know, there's some people in your church that, that probably are nerds. And, and you could probably harness, harness, harness their nerdiness. You could get them involved. Have them set up the Wi-Fi router. For you could get them I'm set sure up? I'm you have a Wi-Fi router so, already. Probably You've do. got more than one person at church working, yeah. and yeah. you've got some Internet connection. So I'd like to hear everybody's thoughts on this. We're probably biased because we are a technology company. But uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. You can always send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, we're on iTunes, so you can always go to uh, iTunes and look for Church Solutions Podcast, and you can rate us and you can give us a review and leave a comment on iTunes. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We just have the audio of this on our YouTube channel, and that's just look for streamingchurch.tv for YouTube. And then you can also go to newmediaministries.tv. And there's a little little newsletter blog we kind of have and and we also post this audio um on there and i just love i'd love to hear people's thoughts on this because i I think there are people that have are for it but there's probably people that are against it and Mm -hmm. and maybe some very good reasons you know distractions and those kind of things but that's where we're at on so let us hear from you and um steve you're going on vacation aren't you yes i will be out of pocket for Seven couple, days, couple eight days, yeah. So am I going to do this podcast next week solo? Uh, you can. <laughs> right. I have to do that. I'm still amazed. Uh, you got a three-legged cat in this place. Yes. And uh, interesting. I just saw the cat walk by. Uh, so, folks, uh, thanks for listening to this edition of Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, we appreciate your feedback. We hope that this helps you with technology as well as thoughts like this that we talk about with Wi-Fi and other leadership things. If you'd like to have us come and speak to your leadership team or offer you uh, some uh, some advice on some tools for technology, uh, we'd be happy to try to oblige. Just send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv and we'll let you go. So, Steve, uh, have yourself a great vacation. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. And, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Have yourself a great day. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.